Happy Game Day, Predators fans, and welcome into yet another preview of a Central Division matchup between the Nashville Predators and the Winnipeg Jets. The first time these two teams will meet this season and what's become kind of a new age rivalry in the NHL lately after these two teams faced off in the Stanley Cup playoffs in 2017-2018. The second game of a three-game homestand that started off rough for the Predators on Saturday night. I'll briefly touch on that game in this preview. Uh, but again, the Jets come to town for the first time this season on Fan Foodie Night. All fans in attendance get 50% off food items in the arena. Uh, that's going to create quite the congestion at the concession stands. I'm not going to lie to you. So good luck if you're going to the game tonight. Make sure you get there early at Bridgestone Arena. Again, 7 o'clock puck drop in Smashville. But let's get into the stats. Uh, the Predators. Four-game losing streak has found them sitting sixth in the Central Division at 9-7-3 and three on 21 points. The Jets, who have kind of heated up lately, uh, they're third in the Central Division, but there's not much of a big gap between teams. The Central Division's been pretty close. So even though it's early in the season, this is going to be the point I touch on later. Nobody's out of it right now. Uh, the Jets sit in third at 12-8-1 on 25 points. Uh, so the last time out for Nashville was a forgettable game once again. Their second one of this losing streak, uh, a 7-2 loss to the Chicago Blackhawks in Nashville. Uh, Roman Yossi with both the goals for the Predators. He got his 100th career NHL goal uh, in that game, but the Preds were just flat from the start, but they couldn't figure out Robin Leonard once again. And that guy has been the star of the games between those two teams. And he was like a Rubik's Cube. They couldn't seem to solve him. But also, Chicago just took their chances really well in that game. And they chased Pecorine out of the game. And they even uh, put a couple past UC Soros there as well. So again, a tough one for the Predators like that Colorado game. We've just got to say it once and say it again. It's time to move on from that game and focus on the task at hand against the Jets. Meanwhile, the Jets picked up a win against a team that had kind of started to turn it around in the Tampa Bay Lightning, who had that big 9-3 win against the New York Rangers. Uh, the Jets come away with a one-goal victory, a 4-3 win versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. So, We'll get into the leading scorers for the teams. I'll highlight my players to watch and talk about the goalies as well. Uh, starting with the Predators, it still hasn't changed the top three. Uh, the captain, Roman Yossi, leads the team in points. Seven goals, 13 assists for 20 points in 19 games played. So Yossi continuing to stay consistently above a point-per-game player. Uh, Ryan Ellis, who's kind of not had as much point, uh, has as many points in the last few games as he started the season with. He's got three goals, 14 assists for 17 points in 19 games played. He's still playing pretty solid, but again, the defense has been a focus of this losing streak, so we're looking for them to turn it around in their own zone on the defensive side of the puck. Uh, Matt Duchesne, who's kind of picked it up a little bit lately, too. Five goals, 11 assists for 16 points in 18 games played for number 95, uh, Matt Duchesne. So now to the Winnipeg Jets, and they've got some weapons on this team. Uh, Mark Shifley leads the team in points with eight goals and 12 assists and 20 points in 21 games played. And I've got to say, 
Number 55 in the Jets jerseys, Mark Shifley, he's got to be the most underrated and underappreciated player in the NHL. You don't really hear him talked about that much um, when it comes to the Jets because they've got guys like Patrick Laine and Kyle Connor and even Nikolai Ehlers. Most people put away the guys like Shifley and even their captain, Blake, Blake Wheeler. You'll hear the names, but they're not talked about the most on this team. And watching Shifley play, I think that's a that's a disservice to how well he plays for this team. Again, the leading scorer, 20 points in 21 games. Uh, everybody knows the name Patrick Laine, who was the uh, number, two pe- number two pick in the 2016 NHL draft just behind Austin Matthews. Both players have panned out well for their respective teams. Uh, Laine, four goals, 14 assists, and 18 points in 19 games played. Missed a couple games with injury, now back to full health. Uh, Nikolai Eli. A guy I talked about as well that the Jets have recently added that's really turned it on for them. Uh, Nine goals, seven assists for 16 points in 21 games played. And then tied with him on points is the other name I mentioned, Kyle Connor, uh, with seven goals, nine assists for 16 points in 21 games played. A name some Predators fans might be relieved to hear is not playing tonight, uh, but for a reason that there's been some debatable reasons in the news why he's not playing. Uh, Dustin Bufflin uh, will not be playing for the Jets tonight. He is not reported to the team um, throughout the season. The team actually suspended him. Most people know the suspension was to get salary relief uh, to pay guys like Nikolai Ehlers, or excuse me, Patrick Lyonet and Kyle Connor, who had big restricted free agent contracts. There's been debates that there's some health issues going on with Bufflin, and also uh, some debates that it was just potential retirement. Uh, Bufflin a little bit older, I think in his mid-30s, but he was an enforcer and a pretty good player for the Jets, really had a good shot from the point, but he's a very physical defenseman. He, I, I will never forget in that series when he had two Predators by their collars. And even though I didn't like that as a Predators fan, it just shows how strong Bufflin is. But So no Dustin Bufflin, number 33 for the Jets tonight, as he's still suspended yet to report to the team this season. That's not an NHL-induced suspension. That's a team-induced suspension from Winnipeg. Uh, so to the goalies, again, none of these goalies are confirmed, so I'm just going to re- read through both teams' goalies that are playing right now, go through their stats, and then the starters will come out later. Uh, Pecorine, who's been on a bit of a slow stretch for the Predators after a good start, 8-3-2 with a 2.82 goals against average and a .899 save percentage. So the first time all season, he's fallen below .9 in the save percentage. Uh, UC Saros, 1-4-1 for a 3.67 goals against average and a .882 save percentage. Um... I wouldn't be shocked if they go back to Pecorine uh, in this big a game in a Central Division matchup. I know that they have the Vancouver Canucks on Thursday, but we could see Rene possibly go here a stretch of multiple games in a row once again. Um, I do want them to start Soros eventually. But I think they've got a tough stretch here with some really top playoff contending teams here early in the season that they might have to just trust Pecorine, hope he can get back on track. So I'm going to think that they'll probably go Rene again. None of it is official until they come out. Uh, Connor Hellebuck, 
for the Winnipeg Jets, a name that most Predators fans know. He was also in the Vesna Trophy running with Pecorine uh, during the 2017-2018 season, a guy that's really done well between the pipes for the Jets that they've developed. Uh, 9-6-1 with a 2.44 goals against average and a .927 save percentage. And then Laurent Brassa, took me a minute to get that one out. Laurent Brassa uh, is their backup goalie, 3-2-0 with a 3.92 goals against average and a .871 save percentage. Man, that's one of the hardest names I've ever had to try to pronounce. I had to look that one up, too. Um, I'd expect they go Connor Hellebuck as well, um, number 37 between the pipes for the Jets. Um, he's been solid this year, 9-6-1, the record. The Jets kind of had a slow start to the season, but he's really picked it up in play as of late and has a really good save percentage as well. And the goals against average, not so bad either, 2.44. I'd say that's pretty solid for uh, Connor Hellebuck. Again, like we said, none of this is going to be uh, announced until the Predators and Jets both put their starting lineups out here later today. Uh, for my players to watch, uh, for the Jets, I'm going to go with Mark Shifley. Again, as I said, very underrated and very underappreciated for his talent in the middle for the Jets. Great shot, great set of hands, really can set up the play. But he's a very fast player, too. And I think that's an undervalued side of Shifley's game. And I really like what Shifley brings to the Jets. He's probably my favorite player on Winnipeg. If I had to pick a favorite player for each team in the league, Shifley would be my one for the Jets. Just watch him. He's all around a very smart hockey player. Doesn't take a lot of penalties. Um, very good in the face-off circle, which is key. One of the big battles and wins a lot of puck battles as well. Uh, so Mike, Mark Shifley, number 55, my player to watch for the Jets. And it gets harder for the Predators when I start recognizing a lot of the obvious names who to pick out. But there's one I haven't touched on yet. And he's kind of been in a slow streak as of late. And I think this could be a good game for him to really get back on track and possibly put up some offense. I'm talking about one of the other Swedes, Victor Arvidsson, uh, my, players to my player to watch for the Nashville Predators. Only six goals and seven assists for 13 points for Arvey in 19 games played. But this is that type of game that I have a feeling that Arvey could really turn it up a notch, use his speed. The Jets a little bit weaker on defense, not having uh, Dustin Bufflin back there. He's got a chance to really use his speed against this Jets team and get a couple shots off on Hellebuck. So I think Victor Arvidsson is my player to watch for the Predators. Mark Shifley, my player to watch again for the Winnipeg Jets. So I've got to bring up a topic of discussion, and that's this recent stretch of play for the Predators. And it's got a lot of fans concerned. I think you can go on social media, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, and even Instagram, and you see all these Predators fans that are just concerned about the play of the players, the team, this losing streak. And it's tough to go through as a fan. I think we all understand it. Every team's fan base gets frustrated when they start losing, and they go on these long losing streaks. And I go back to last year, back in December, after the Preds got a shootout win against the New Jersey Devils, they had a stretch to end December that was just abysmal. They couldn't get anything going. They dropped consecutive games. They lost to teams like Chicago. Uh, Ottawa was in there as well. 
And then it all ended up in Washington with that big win on the mom's trip. Hint, hint. Maybe the Predators should get a mom's trip going again and possibly get something going. No, I'm just joking. But that was pretty funny to see how that was the game that the Preds even seemed to turn it back around. But here's what I'm saying. It's not... It's not the appropriate time to panic on the Predators. Every team goes through a tough stretch. Look at the Dallas Stars, who started the year 1-7-1. And And I hate saying it because they're in the division, but they have figured something out and have climbed their way back up into the Central Division, Um, which has been very impressive to watch because I think so many people really were like, wow, how have the Stars started this slow with guys like Sagan and Ben and Klinberg and Haskinen and Ben Bishop in the net and Radulov? They've won three straight now. They're 11-8-2. That's impressive. And you look at the St. Louis Blues, who started off you know, a little bit slow. They lose Tarasenko, and then they go on a seven-game win streak. Now they've dropped three in a row. The Blackhawks... Again, slow start. Now they've won four streak, and their offense is on fire right now. So what am I saying here? Every team has a bad stretch. It's like Rebecca Glenn said on Penalty Box Radio Live when I was on Wednesday. Every team is not perfect. They're going to have tough stretches throughout the season. And this is probably the Predators' first tough stretch they might face of a couple this season. But we've got to stick behind this team and support them. There's too much talent here with guys like Philip Forsberg, Victor Arvidsson, Matt Duchesne, Ryan Johansson, Roman Yossi, Ryan Ellis, Matthias Ekholm, Dante Fabro. We're waiting for him to come along. The depth that's been so strong for him. I know they just called Steve Santini up. I hope he gets a shot in the lineup with how well he's done for Milwaukee this year. And Pecorine between the pipes. And we all know UC Soros has had a slow start too. But we have to believe in this team, Nashville. Look at the St. Louis Blues last year. This team was dead bottom of the NHL at the halfway point of the season. The halfway point in January. And they came back, about won the Central Division, and went on to win the Stanley Cup. Stay patient. That's all I'm asking as a Preds fan. We have to stay patient with Peter Laviolette and this team. Because there's too much talent, as I said. And every team goes through a tough stretch and a tough run. And the Preds will rebound. And if they're able to start strong tonight, this could be a game that really turns things around against a rival in the Central Division. The Central Division is still very close. Even though that's four games between the Preds and the Blues right now, again, the Preds have played the least games of any team in the Central Division. That can be made up. With the Blues struggling right now, Nashville can have a chance to turn this thing back around. And I have faith in this team. And it'll be a big game tonight, a big test against the Jets. So, again, stay positive, Predators fans. We've got to keep behind this team, and things will turn around eventually. So that's my little take on the struggle lately. Again, there's been some tough losses, but keep our heads up. 
I have faith in the Predators starting tonight. It'll be a good game, a good test. It won't be easy against the Jets, but they just got to come out, play the game of hockey, just have some fun with it, and go out there and play their best and try to get the W to get things going back in the right direction. Finally, I do want to touch on, you may have seen my tweet, uh, the first episode of Outside Smashville, my new podcast on PBR, uh, is going to be coming out on Friday. You might get a little hint about what I'm going to be talking about with the gif I tweeted of Jacob Chikorin of the... Um, of the Arizona Coyotes, so keep your uh, keep your eyes out. But if you have any questions uh, for that podcast, I'd love to dedicate the second segment of the show to answering fan questions. I've got a really interesting one that I'm going to talk about uh, on the question segment. Make sure to use the hashtag on Twitter or comment on my Facebook post as well using the hashtag Outside Smashville. You can leave it in the comments of this preview as well, uh, and I'll make sure to check those questions. I'd love to answer them again what's outside smashville going to be about if you didn't hear my last preview everything outside of the nashville predators uh, we're going to talk about the nhl and the uh, the other 30 teams around the league maybe get a little bit into the seattle expansion team that's coming in soon uh, i'm going to talk about the secchc and acha club hockey as well as some uah chargers might get some guys like justin bradford on to talk about the secchc tournament uh coming up in february at the Ford Ice Center, Bellevue. Uh, and we'll talk about G-Nash Hockey, the Greater Nashville Area Scholastic Hockey League, uh, or the prep hockey here in the area. Try to get some of the players and the coaches on just to talk about G-Nash a little bit. We'll touch on the weekend G-Nash throughout the podcast as well. As again, we're winding down the regular season, getting ready to get onto the playoff stretch when the calendar turns to 2020. So again, if you have any questions for this week's episode, you can leave them on this tweet or post uh, using the hashtag outside Smashville. Uh, just any general questions around the NHL, or if you want to ask about G Nash as well, or even college hockey, make sure to throw them my way and I'll be happy to answer them. So, again, Central Division matchup Predators versus Jets. Predators looking to get something going, a rivalry game. I'm excited to see how Nashville comes out tonight. But again, Preds versus Jets on Fan Foodie Night, 7 p.m. at the Bridgestone Arena. You can follow us all on all of our social media pages for Penalty Box Radio and check out our website, penaltyboxradio.com. We'll have plenty of reporters at the game to make sure to tune in to their pages as well. I'll be at the game on Thursday against the Vancouver Canucks, so I'll be doing a live tweet as well there. And uh, make sure to follow me on Twitter at SamFleming10 uh, to stay up to date with all the Preds and NHL news. So that's all for this preview. I've got one last thing to say, and that's go Preds!